Once a month every year, Muslims around the world celebrate Ramadan. It's a month of fasting, prayer, and introspection, and it is the most important month on the Islamic calendar. However, the time of Ramadan changes every year, and the exact date it starts is often a matter of interpretation, as is the time it's observed every day. Learn more about Ramadan and how it's celebrated on this episode of Everything Everywhere Daily. This episode is sponsored by Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. I recently had the chance to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond, and I can attest to its exceptional aromas with hints of caramel and vanilla intertwining with its oakiness, which provide a well-rounded flavor profile. Taking a sip is akin to experiencing a piece of bourbon history firsthand. Heaven Hill Distillery may be America's most quintessential bourbon distillery. Established in 1935 after the end of Prohibition, the distillery was established by the Shapira family and has remained a family-owned distillery to this day. In 1897, Congress passed the Bottled in Bond Act, which set forth strict rules for any bourbon labeled Bottled in Bond. Heaven Hill Bottled in Bond bourbon goes beyond the stringent requirements of the law by aging its bourbon for seven years, not four. The end result is a gold medal-winning bourbon that truly stands out. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill Bottled in Bond. Heaven Hill reminds you, think wisely, drink wisely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The celebration of Ramadan is one of the most important tenets of Islam. In fact, fasting during the month of Ramadan is one of the five pillars of Islam, along with the profession of faith, prayer, almsgiving, and the Hajj. Before I get too much further, I should explain exactly what it is and why it's celebrated. Ramadan is the ninth month of the Islamic calendar. The reason why it's given special importance is that it's believed it was the month when all Holy Scripture was revealed. This includes the Torah, the Gospels, the Psalms, and of course, the Quran. The word Ramadan comes from the Arabic word Ramida, which roughly translates to scorching heat. The Quran itself refers to Ramadan and gives instructions for what must be done. It says, quote, Ramadan is the month in which the Quran was revealed as a guide for humanity, with clear proofs of guidance and the standard to distinguish between right and wrong. So whoever is present this month, let them fast. But whoever is ill or on a journey, then let them fast an equal number of days after Ramadan. Allah intends ease for you, not hardship, so that you may complete the prescribed period and proclaim the greatness of Allah for all guiding you, and perhaps you will be grateful. End quote. The primary command for the month of Ramadan is, of course, fasting. From sunrise to sunset, Muslims cannot drink, eat, smoke, or engage in sexual relations. The prohibition against drinking also extends to water as well. Most Muslims will usually engage in a pre-dawn meal known as a suhoor. This is consumed before the first prayer of the day and is one of the two main meals which are consumed during Ramadan. In some Muslim communities, someone may be appointed to the traditional role of Musa Harati, who is someone who wakes everyone up for the suhoor meal. They serve as personal alarm clocks for the neighborhood. 
After sunset, there is a corresponding evening meal known as an iftar. What is served at the meal depends on where it's taking place. However, it is tradition to consume a date as the first thing to break the fast, as that is what Muhammad used to break his fast. Depending on the country, the evening meal is often a feast with a neighborhood, local mosque, or it's eaten with your family. Fasting isn't the only thing that is done during Ramadan. Muslims are admonished to give to charity, study the Quran, and pray. Many Muslims will often engage in an extra evening prayer, although this is not mandatory. In addition to the religious observances, different countries will have other traditions as well. In some places, lights may be strung up at night. In others, night markets with food stalls are very popular. Fireworks are often lit in Indonesia, a tradition that was actually borrowed from Chinese immigrants. The traditional greetings during Ramadan are Ramadan Mubarak, which means Blessed Ramadan, and Ramadan Karim, which means Generous Ramadan. Not everyone is required to fast during Ramadan. If you're sick, pregnant, breastfeeding, menstruating, or traveling, you are not obliged to fast. Also, children who have not yet reached puberty are not obliged to fast as well, but some older children often do or will fast at least half a day. If, for whatever reason, someone can't fast for some days of Ramadan, they are encouraged to fast for an equal number of days after Ramadan. If you are a non-Muslim in a Muslim country during Ramadan, your options are to either buy food beforehand that you can eat in private, or just observe the fast with everyone else around you. And I speak from experience when I say, option two is just much easier. For the most part, Sunni and Shia Muslims celebrate Ramadan the same way. However, there are small differences in how sunrise and sunset are determined, and they will celebrate Laylat al-Qadr on different nights, and more on both of these things in just a bit. I said that Ramadan is the ninth month of the Islamic calendar. However, determining when Ramadan starts isn't that clear-cut. And to understand why there's some confusion, you have to understand the Islamic calendar. In the West, we use the Gregorian calendar, which is a solar calendar. With the solar calendar, the solstices will be on about the same day every year. Other traditional calendars, such as the Chinese or Jewish calendars, are what's called a lunisolar calendar. A lunisolar calendar is a lunar calendar, but with frequent adjustments, made so that the day stays at about the same time of year. For example, Chinese New Year can vary by almost a month, but it will always be around January or February. The Islamic calendar, on the other hand, is a strictly lunar calendar. It consists of 12 lunar months. The problem is that a lunar year isn't the same length as a solar year. A lunar calendar usually has 11 fewer days than a solar calendar. As such, every year Ramadan starts 11 or 12 days earlier than it did the year before. This means over the course of about 33 years, Ramadan will cycle through an entire solar year. As I'm recording this, Ramadan starts on March 23rd. The year before, however, it started on April 2nd, and next year it will start on March 11th. So that means, eventually, every day of the year will have Ramadan fall on it. The next issue has to do with when a new month starts on the Islamic calendar. A new month will start with the appearance of the first crescent, no matter how slim, after sunset. This can lead to discrepancies as to when the start of Ramadan is because of where on earth it appears will always be different. Some places will require the physical sighting of the crescent moon to start Ramadan. Other places will use the pronouncement by Saudi Arabia, who are the keepers of the holy sites of Mecca and Medina. We can now calculate when the first crescent of a new moon appears, and that is mostly taking care of the dating of the start of Ramadan. That being said, some localities may differ by a day or two when they start. 
The next big issue has to do when sunrise and sunset occur. You've probably noticed that there is light before the orb of the sun rises above the horizon. The traditional definition of when the start of fasting occurs is when you can differentiate between a white and black thread. Sunni Muslims will define sunrise and sunset by the orb of the sun being above or below the horizon. Shia Muslims tend to define it by how much light is still in the sky or from dusk till dawn. The other major difference between Sunni and Shia is when they celebrate Laylat al-Qatar, which is considered to be the holiest day of the year. This is the day when the words of the Quran were first received by Muhammad. It is held that this took place on an odd-numbered day during the last 10 days of Ramadan. Shia will observe this on either the 19th, 21st, or 23rd day of Ramadan. Sunnis will tend to observe this on the 21st, 23rd, 25th, 27th, or 29th day of the month, with the 27th day being the most common. And preference will often be given to a day if it falls on a Friday. The issue of sunrise and sunset is critical to the observance of Ramadan, and for the vast majority of Muslims, this is not a problem. However, Ramadan can fall on any season of the year, and this causes a problem for the small number of Muslims who live at extreme latitudes. If you live above the Arctic Circle, for example, in the summer, the sun never sets. And this means you couldn't eat or drink anything for an entire month. And likewise, if you were there in the winter, there would be no sunlight at all, and you wouldn't have to fast. Several imams have issued rulings regarding this problem, and there are several ways around it. One option is to simply fast and observe Ramadan at a time when there are normal sunrise and sunset times. So, for example, if Ramadan is in the summer, you could wait until September to begin fasting. The second option is to use the sunrise and sunset times for a nearby Muslim community. The small Muslim community in Iqaluit, the capital of Nunavut, Canada, uses the sunrise and sunset times for Toronto. And the third option is just to use the sunrise and sunset times for Mecca. One special case is for Muslim astronauts. In orbit, you experience sunrise and sunset every 90 minutes or so. The ruling is that Muslim astronauts would observe the sunrise and sunset times for wherever they left the Earth. Or they can observe Ramadan when they return to Earth, as an astronaut fits the definition of a traveler, which has an exemption in the Quran. As I am recording this, astronaut Sultan Al-Niadi from the United Arab Emirates is aboard the International Space Station. He has said that he will do the best he can while in space. I'll end this discussion of Ramadan with the end of Ramadan, Eid al-Fitr, or as it's usually called in English, Eid. Eid begins after the month of Ramadan is over. There is no fasting, and it's usually the most festive time on the Islamic calendar. There are special prayers that are done on Eid in addition to feasting and celebrations. Eid usually lasts one to three days, depending on the country, and celebrations can vary wildly by country. Some places have concerts, and some countries have even started the tradition of gift-giving. The traditional greeting during Eid is Eid Mubarak, which means Blessed Eid. Ramadan is celebrated by 1.9 billion Muslims around the world, making it one of the biggest annually observed events on the planet. And for all of you celebrating Ramadan around the world, Ramadan Mubarak. The executive producer of Everything Everywhere Daily is Charles Daniel. The associate producers are Thor Thompson and Peter Bennett. I want to give one final reminder that episode 1000 is coming up in just a few days. If you'd like to leave an audio message to have it played on the show, you can leave it at speakpipe.com slash everything everywhere. It can be your favorite episode, a story about how you listen to the show, or something else. 
I'm going to be closing this very soon, so if you want to participate, you better do it now. I have the link to where you can leave an audio message in the show notes for this episode, as well as in the Facebook group.